Hello, this is Pastor Curtis L. Robinson welcoming you once again to the Lotus Flower <clears throat> podcast. And I want to thank you for joining me on this evening. Today we will be discussing uh, some prophecy coming from Isaiah chapter 6. And so I entitled this uh, message, uh, Lord, send me. Lord, send me. Why? Because we're in a time of great crisis. And we need to learn how to live for Christ in times of crisis. And so Isaiah is a figure who was a prophet. <clears throat> he was a major prophet. And we find his calling in Isaiah chapter 6. And so we're going to look briefly at this this evening and we're going to look at Isaiah's vision because Isaiah, when the Lord asked him to go before the people during these agonizing crises in the time of Israel, he became agonizing, yes, and he was aware of God's need for a messenger to the people of Israel. And despite his own sense of inadequacy, <clears throat> he offered himself for God's service. And the Lord is also asking you for his service. And he said to the Lord, here I am, send me. And he was thus commissioned to give voice to the divine word of God. And during these times of crisis and chaos, it's time to answer the call. Yes, it's time to answer the call because in times of trouble, we may be tempted to pull the covers over our heads and hide from the world. But it is often during seasons of difficulty that God invites his people to undertake a new mission. For example, it was during a period of great uncertainty and apprehension that God called the prophet Isaiah and he was ready because he said, here I am, send me. And you will find that in Isaiah chapter 6 verse 8. <clears throat> And that must be our response as well. But to be effective in our calling, we must understand the times in which we live in. We must understand the times of the chaos that we're faced with. And for that, we must turn to Scripture to hear what the Lord would say to us. Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. The Lord is asking of you not to be afraid because these are not times to be afraid. Over the last 12 months, we have weathered a deadly pandemic, an economic crisis, and an incredibly 
divisive election season, events that compounded things together. Have you resulted or resulted the times in your life where you thought about what your last year has looked like? Have you resulted in most times in fear, in worry, in anxiety? And we've not had this sort of anxiety since World War II or the Great War. <clears throat> the only thing I have to offer at such a time is the Word of God. That's what I have to offer, and that's what you have to offer in these times of crisis. And it remains my aim to take the Word of God to the people of God so that they might see what our Heavenly Father has to say to us. But unfortunately, the greatest crisis facing us today will not be solved by the forthcoming vaccine, for the deepest crisis confronting our nation has nothing to do with COVID-19. And I have fully looked into the crisis and it's pretty practical. Uh, we need a practical plan to resolve hope, to give hope, hope for this present crisis, hope having only positive expectation. And if you missed the things that's going on, if you've missed the various crises that we have faced, then you have missed something that's very important. You have missed some serious issues that's going wrong in this world. In spite of the darkness that threatens us, that threatens to undo us, that threatens to undo our souls, you can find rest in the promises of God. And I believe it's not too late to, to see revival kindled in our day and in our time. And whatever challenges that we face in the coming days, in the coming year, it may be this, that we need a revival. We need someone who would say, Lord, send me. So in spite of the darkness that threatens to undo us, you must tell your soul to find rest in the promises of God. And so I ask you, are you ready? Are you ready to continue to live for Christ during these times of crisis, in times of trouble? We may be tempted to pull the covers over our heads and hide from the world. But it's our time, it's our time to remove the covers from our head, to take our heads out of the sand, and to go forth in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. For example, it was during these periods of uncertainty and apprehension that God called the prophet Isaiah, and he 
was ready. And I ask, are you ready? Because Isaiah said, here I am, send me. And that must be our response as well. But to be effective, we must understand these times. We must understand that these are times that try men's soul. And trying times is no time to quit. So when anxiety and uncertainty surrounds us, I want you to know that God is still in control and that God is still on the move. It's no time to turn tail. It's no time to put your head under the covers, but it's time to arise up out of sleep for the night is far spent and the day is at hand. And it is time for us to awake up out of sleep because the Lord is on his way back. And I want you to know that it is a time to rejoice. It's a time to say yes to the Lord. You know, our most pressing troubles isn't really a pandemic, you know, but rather it's a decline of true Christian faith. Our Christian faith has thundered, has flundered. Yes, yes, it's flundered. You know, it's lost its faith. It's lost its luster. It's, it's lost its taste. And that's why Jesus said in his word that if the salt has lost its flavor, its salt in it, what good is it for? It's good for nothing but to be troubled together <clears throat> and thrown out into the world. You know, this loss of faith has hollowed out our society from within. And it's just a matter of time before it all comes tumbling down. It's just as the psalmist said. He said in Psalms chapter 11 and verse 3 that when the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? What can the righteous do? Many believers are asking the same question today. And even so, I myself and my oh dear wife, we have hope. I have hope. Yes, and this hope is based on the changeless and the immovable promises of God. So where is your hope, my brothers and my sisters? Where is your hope? And as I've already mentioned, it's in times like these. It's imperative, not recommended, not suggested, not just preferable, but it is imperative that we go to God's word and learn from his prophet. Yes, yes, his prophet. And during Isaiah's lifetime, the nation of Judah, it too went through a period of anxiety and uncertainty. Isaiah chapter 6 and 1, it tells us that in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Now, many people read right past those opening words, but God isn't merely telling us it was 
the year that Uzziah died as a way of making the date, marking the date. He's giving us, he's giving us a message. He's giving us a meaning. That's a bit of information so that we might recognize that it was a season of change for the people of Judah. And the nation was traumatized by Uzziah's death. And although he wasn't a perfect man, far from it, he was a good king, more godly than the king who came before him and the king who reigned after him. Uzziah led the nation for 52 years and had been the hope of the people. But now he was gone and the people wondered, what should we do now? And the people are asking the same question today. Now, what do we do? Where is the Savior? Where is our hope? Our hope, once again, is in the promise and the word of God. Can somebody say amen? Isaiah, he must have wondered. He wondered too. But then he saw the Lord with his own eyes. Are you seeing the Lord? He saw the Lord seated on his glorious throne. And the message is clear. Regardless of what sits upon the throne of the world, the true king of kings reigns in heaven above. In a season of anxiety, a season of worry, a season of fear, God gave Isaiah a renewed vision of reality. And God wants to give you the same vision of reality, but you must wake up out of your sleep. Can somebody say amen? Although Isaiah received this remarkable vision of the Lord on his throne, there is something that he didn't see. Isaiah never got to experience the power and the strength of the resurrected Jesus, our King who was mocked and flogged, who was crucified and buried, rose again into victorious, victorious on the third day. Yes, yes, what a great day. And our King who was hated and had nowhere to lay his head is reigning and ruling on this seat in this universe even now. And I believe that there is a lesson for us today in this vision that was gained and that was given to the prophet Isaiah, the one that ought to lift up our sagging spirits. Yes, yes. Uh, lighten our hearts and lighten our heavy hearts and strengthen 
our wobbly knees. Yes, yes, yes. The king is on his throne right now. And we can depend on him to weather the storm. And we can depend on him no matter what comes our way. So the question is, how can you live out your hope in the king today how can you live out your hope today well in the year that king uzziah died i saw the lord high and exalted seating on a throne and the train of his robe it filled the temple yes it filled the temple and that is our hope today, that the risen Christ, the risen Messiah, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, our hope is in him. And so, once again, I ask you the question, will you say to the Lord, Lord, here I am, send me, until our next podcast. May the Lord richly bless you as you ponder that thought. Here I am. Lord, send me. This is Pastor Curtis L. Robinson Sr. coming to you from the Lotus Flower Podcast, the Emergent Hope Ministries. May the Lord richly bless you.